right on the screen. <laughs> That's her fault. I'm recording. Thank you guys so much. Oh, I appreciate you. it. Yay! All right, it's your turn. If you're listening live, you're listening to MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. We're in the middle of the festival, and we're having a really great story workshop with Rachel Pinson. And up to the stage, it's fucking Patty Gould. Hey! I have so many. I'm so, hmm, which one, which, which one is, do I want to pick? Which one's my favorite that I haven't told in a while? I have a great one that I need some punchlines and help with. So... Back about 20 years ago, when my adult children were young adult children, I wanted empty nest, and only one cooperated and got married. She left the, She flew out of the nest. She left the nest, but the, those three boys just were not going anywhere. I also had a husband who had... I didn't know at the time had early onset dementia, but at this point he was undiagnosed. Like he was always an asshole, but he was just getting more assholier. And I just thought it was, you know, just because like he was whatever, aging. You know, he's an asshole when he was young, he's still an asshole, right? So I really wanted an empty nest and no one would cooperate. So I gave them the nest and I got my own apartment. And it was in a really cool, like, um, neighborhood in Somerville. You know, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's very gentrified and uh, close to, um, you know, Boston and the comedy scene. And it was a really cool apartment. Um, and I loved it. Like, I called my sister the first night I was there, and I'm like, I went to work today, and I came home. And all the dishes were where I left them, in the cabinet. The scissors were still on the counter. It's great. You know, I think I'm going to take a shower, get undressed, and I'm going to run with those scissors and then jump on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy in my little, my little apartment. It was like a little dollhouse. I bought, like, fancy curtains and knickknacks, and it was great. The guest towels were really guest towels, like with all those boys, you know. This toilet seat never went up. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> I loved that little house. And I had lived there for, I don't know, maybe a month or so, loving every minute of it. And I went on vacation at Cape Cod, down to the Cape, and my daughter called me because there was a news story breaking local news that there was a someone breaking into houses in my neighborhood and they were crawling in the windows and blah 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 she's like mom promise me when you get home you'll make one of the boys come over and put your air conditioner in I'm like, okay so and one of the boys did come over and put the air conditioner in and i'm not, I'm not thinking about I had to work. I worked for the cable company uh, in the office, the place where like people come and like yell at you. 
because the because the, the telephone rep said, "Oh, go to the service center; they'll help you with that." You know, that service center. I had a guy one day come in. He was so mad at me. He's like, "Oh, go fuck yourself!" I'm like, "That's a marvelous idea, but you know what? I do that in um, private, so you need to leave." But anyway, I'm getting off. To, I'm, I'm getting off story. So I had to open. And I have a reputation of being late, and I couldn't be late because the those customers in Cambridge would rat you out. So, so I set up whatever I was going to wear, you know, my pocketbook, my my shoes, the jewelry. I got everything out, right? Um, but I left the iron board up for some reason. I don't know. And I go out with my friends, but I'm the designated driver voluntarily because I know I have to be in Cambridge the next day sober and, and on time. So I came home, but I was all wired up. So I went in my room and I got undressed, but it was really hot. So I didn't want to put the air conditioner on because I don't really like air conditioner. So I'm in my I'm in, in my underwear and I Get all my potions and lotions out. I have psoriasis, so I got all these potions and lotions I got to put on every night before I go to bed. But I wasn't, I didn't think I was really tired, so I laid across the bed, um, not under the covers. I didn't put the, the um, AC on. And I put my alarm clock on, and my alarm clock uh, plays music for like, I don't know, 30 minutes, and then it shuts off. And I dozed off. And then, I don't know, something woke me up. It wasn't my, my, my thimble-sized bladder either. And there was a fucking guy at the end of my bed. What? What? So I, and he actually, he was a kid. He was a kid. <laughs> he was a kid. So I started screaming. Oh, my God. Someone help, right? Uh, I'm yelling fire, because my husband was a firefighter. He told me, don't ever yell help. Yell fire. People will call. I'm yelling, fire! <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's me, it's Christopher, it's Christopher. I don't know anybody named Christopher. So I shot up one thing, and I pushed him, and luckily I did it. And he ended up running. Now I have to call the police department. I just got robbed. Pick up the cell phone. Now, picture you, I'm only in my underwear. Oh, now I have every light in the house on, like lit up like a Christmas tree, and I'm on the phone, 911. Verizon Wireless is not open at this time. Call back. Denial again. I'm like, shit. Because it's a cell phone, I must have a dial star SP for the state police, right? So now I go get my. So I got my glasses and my underwear. <laughs> and I look, and I wasn't dialing 911, I was dialing 611. So now I got glasses and I got bloomers. And I, and I dial up 911 and I get the state police and I said, where do you live? So now they're gonna transfer me over to the local police that's right up the street. And when the police answered, it was a woman and I don't know, just hearing that, and she was, I started crying, right? So now I'm crying, like, oh, this is I don't have a tooth in my head. 
she can't understand between the crying and the toothlessness. She can't understand a word I'm saying. All right. So now I go, and I get my teeth. So now I got my teeth. I got my glasses. I got my underwear. I got every light in the house on. So she's talking to me very calmly, and I'm like, oh, my God, look at the iron board still up. So I take down the iron board. I put my clothes back in the closet. I got the police are coming. I don't think I'm a mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm cleaning the house, right? I walked into my bedroom, and the contents of my drawer was empty. It was my underwear drawer. And my boyfriend, my battery-offered boyfriend, was on the floor, but I didn't see him, and I fell. Right on my ass. So now I'm on my ass, spread eagle, with the, the, boy, the boyfriend beside me, and I only got underwear on and glasses and teeth. And the police are coming. <laughs> so now I find a bathrobe. So now I'm good. I got a bathrobe. I got teeth. <laughs> I got, I, I, I'm good. I'm good. So the police come in. Tell them, blah, 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 this and that. Um, the detective looked like, like a Don Johnson, like he had, he had, uh, you know, these fan rays and like the barracuda jacket. He was like, he was like really hot, 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 hot. And here I am with my so now, so now I'm talking and telling him the details. And he had crawled in the window. The kid crawled in the window. Um, so. Um, he must have like hurt his hand. It was really old house, so there was blood on my kitchen equipment. So then, so they they sent the you know I don't know CSI people, I guess, which I, they don't even have a CSI, but but they were like, oh, we're going to send this to the lab because there was blood all over my curtain. I'm like, well, am I going to get those back? I paid 150 dollars for that <laughs> curtain. <laughs> like, I, I need that back. Like I was just robbed here, you know. <laughs> And after they left, I was looking, and it's so funny, like, because he actually, he took my, so on the, on my table was my diamond and my wedding band, uh, you know, on the, the table beside, like, at the end of my drawer, where the underwear and stuff was. Um, so he got a, he got my wedding band and my diamond, and he got a bracelet, but other than that, like, he really didn't get anything. In the kitchen, I didn't. It was an old. It was an older house. It didn't really have a lot of storage, so I had like a little microwave cut, and I had like a box for like my junk drawer. And he had that. He had gone through that. He left all my credit cards. He must be. He must have went through everything like thoroughly, and said, "This bitch is poor. I'm like, the fuck am I going to do with these credit cards?" <laughs> and hindsight, I wish he did take them. He could have up my credit score, maybe. I don't know. And unfortunately, they never caught the kid. Uh, for my particular home, but they did catch the kid. It's funny because the detective came down and he had a bunch of pictures and he said, you know, would you know what he looks like? And he and I said, I said, oh, this kind of looks like him. And he, go, he goes, oh, that's interesting, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And he said, oh, you know what, I got a phone call. And he, and he pushed the picture out so I could see who the kid was, um, which was really cool of him. So the kid never got prosecuted for my thing. But the kid got his thing. Because <laughs> I'm fucking Patty Gould and you can't fuck with me. <laughs> That's my story. I, so I was just thinking, just 
tying some things together. So you started with your, you wanted an empty nest. Yeah. And then you got robbed and made your nest even emptier. Was like oh, something. Yeah. I was thinking. And also when you, you said you like tripped over your boyfriend, which yeah. you were talking about, like, you know, like yeah. a sex toy. Yeah. Like even, even though he's not a real boy, he's still hurting you. Oh, that's awesome. So those are a couple things, but it is kind of, um, that's some things I was thinking of. The moment of surprise, I had no idea that the guy, because you mentioned, when you mentioned it at the top, there was a guy who was breaking into homes in this new neighborhood. That kind of was, I was like, ah, it didn't, I knew you needed it for the setup, but it sort of like flew over me and I didn't, I was like, ah, but then, because the surprise was so like amazing, just that, because you see it's like ah there's a guy in my room <laughs> but you weren't you your was your first impetus was it like i'm gonna get raped or hurt or was it like there's somebody in the building who's stealing my stuff no so it was a split second thing and and um and i uh, uh, and, and I, I left a part of the story that I usually talk because my sister was like, well, maybe he didn't see you. I'm like, every light in the house was on. And I was in my underwear. Baby, did and I and see I, you. And at that yeah. point, I probably weighed 300. I, well, I mean 260, you know? Well, and, women anyway. over 40 are invisible. Yeah. <laughs> just but anyway, uh, uh, no, my first thing was, oh, my God, I'm naked. I'm like, oh. not that he was going to hurt me or he was stealing from me. I'm like... <laughs> fuck is this i'm naked like yeah wow like i kid was sober that night but you know like when you first wake up like sometimes even if you're sober you're like well fuck where was i what was i doing like you know yeah. what i mean like when you yeah. wake up unexpectedly so like when i woke up i'm like i'm in my fucking underwear who the fuck is this kid you know wow I mean? <laughs> and it but so it wasn't there's there's a joke in there then there's yeah. a punchline because you're you were thinking here i was more I am ashamed of my body than right. i was like being taken oh, advantage yeah. of right oh yeah there's is this, okay, yeah, um, I was also thinking too in that moment, going back to the empty nest thing. You, you were thinking, "Oh no, they're back!" Oh, oh. Wait, no, that's not my son. <laughs> oh, uh, but also, he came but, to put in the. That's funny. Like, oh, it's my son to put in the yeah, to put in the air oh, conditioning. No. He finally I'm not came alone to put. Anymore. Oh shit, that's not my son. That's and funny. then another thing I was thinking of because you were already painting the picture that you're in your underwear and you call nine one one, but you call the wrong number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And in my head, I was just thinking like of them going, what are you wearing? And you're like, oh, wait, this isn't the right number. <laughs> and then you're like, this is a 911. And then <laughs> that's, that's a punch, that, that's, too. That's, that's funny. That's a funny punch, um, yeah. What are you wearing? <laughs> now I'm wearing my bathrobe, my teeth, my glasses. That list. Nothing. I'm just in my pajamas. The, <laughs> yeah. The repetition, though, the repetition and the adding to that is a, is a highlight of the. It's funny because it's the through. So now I'm wearing, and then you keep circling yeah. back to that yeah. and adding to the list. That's yeah. it's a good way to get you through the story too. You know. Yeah. It was great, Patty. I loved it. It was really great. I had uh, I love when you were describing the dollhouse apartment and stuff. And maybe if I don't know if you can think of other dollhouse references mm-hmm. to to give it more mm-hmm. um, tiny tiny things. Color. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, just tiny, tiny, tiny kids. Tiny, the tiny thing. Tiny yeah. little thing. Um, when you yelled fire, what? Um, how long did you do it before he said uh, that he was he knew you, or did he think yeah. that he knew you, or 
No, well, first I, I he just screamed. He's like, it's me, it's Christopher, it's Christopher. And I'm like, someone call the cops. And then I was like, no, wait, fire, fire. Yeah. But it's how me, did you Christopher. Is that his real name or did you just say a that name? That wasn't his real name, no. But he was probably saying that because it was summertime. So it was I was brand new to the Probably, come to find out, he threw the girl upstairs. Oh. He knew I was beautiful. But He's why was he saying I'm Christopher? Be, was he trying I to fool was, you? I, no, I think he was trying to fool that there was anybody oh. outside. They hear me screaming. Oh. So your reaction to that would be good. Yeah. What what you thought or what you, you, you know, even if it wasn't like going on, if it was really quick, it would, yeah. that would be good to hear that. Yeah. Or you tie it back into the something. Who the fuck is Christopher? That's not my son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who the fuck is Christopher? It's, it's, it's Dylan who was supposed to put in the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. you're like mad at him yeah. or something. Yeah. I didn't get that the lights were on before or all that time because I was, my question was, when did you turn on the lights? But if they were already on when you were asleep, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I missed well, the, that. The, only the lights in my bedroom were on because I wasn't ready to sleep. I, just, I thought I was going to lay there for a minute. Was oh, it good. dark outside? Was it nighttime? Yeah, it was nighttime. It was nighttime. Yeah. In the middle of the night, you wake up and there's and the lights are that on and you see clearly a guy robbing you. That's the dumbest robber. That's the dumbest, dumbest burglar. He has no mask on. I... He's left his blood at the scene. Yeah, I know. Like I know. there's, he's the dumbest. <laughs> like, bur- like he wanted to get caught. It was, it, it was crazy. All the, the lights the were on, so clearly the, visible. The detectives and the forensics guys were like, "Ah, we got him," but it was like very easy. <laughs> I, I wanted to go back to uh, like, because you you said something, and I've thought about this a lot too. Where like, don't yell help, yell fire. Yeah. And it's so interesting. Like they told the like, yeah, if you're like getting assaulted or raped or something, just yell fire because nobody wants to help. But if you yell fire, then it's a, a problem for them, you know, because <laughs> yeah, a yeah. fire could go to your right. neighbor's house. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. there's anything funny there, but yeah. it's just like the whole. I have to. No I have to, to help do some sort of a premise. I don't. I haven't. I haven't really worked on it. But my husband was a firefighter, right? So like. Always, the first thing he would do, like if we went to a um, a new place, like if that the door we just came in, um, you know, wasn't asked, how would you get out of here? And he's always, and, and I'm like, I'm a space shot anyway. I'm like, what? Space shot? No. So he was always like very adamant with me, like wherever we went somewhere new. We went to Vegas one time, uh, the first time we ever went to Vegas, and. Oh, you're from the East Coast. We're going to give you a penthouse. And he was like, bullshit. I don't want anything over the fifth floor. He's got this thing. He got ladders go up to the sixth floor. So you can oh. stay in a hotel. Above the, he would never stay in a, you know, in a high rise. Um, so all this weird stuff that like he taught me, right? Um, there's so much friggin' humor in that. Absolutely. Um, the first time, so uh, a couple of years ago, I brought my oldest grandson, turned 21, and we went to Vegas for Christmas. And I'm... Yeah, Christmas, and he is, and they put us like in. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna have a penthouse." Overlooked the fountain. Oh wow, Flamingo, Bellagio. We were, like, yeah. We could see the Bellagio, the yeah. fountain. We could hear the music. I'm like, as we're going up, I'm like, I looked at my grandson. I'm like, you know, I would be pissed if I stayed in that. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> going above the fifth <laughs> floor. Um, but no, so that's. I, I want to do some sort of a premise about 
know, firefighter and being married to a firefighter and all that. I just said, just like I got to take care with like so many. Well, and he must have made you paranoid because you don't, you weren't a paranoid person until you until you were looking at all the exits. How do I fuck do I get out of this room? Well, the like the first escape room. <laughs> he I doesn't know, want right? to. The first, yeah, he he, he didn't. He, he, he probably should have invented. He was probably the inventor the, of the, the escape the room. Of the escape room. <laughs> was a day late in a golf shot. Um, hey, this is just a technical thing, but I notice, like when when you're storytelling, you get really animated, and then the uh, mic goes here, and then it goes over here. Uh, so maybe just using the stand, uh, okay. so that way you can still be animated. Yeah, because it does add to the story, especially for an audience, for you to be like the. Uh, but you gotta. <laughs> well, you gotta put the microphone in front of you yeah. for that to work. <laughs> I thought it was done. Oh yeah, yeah. You could be. It's well, um, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but that was good. Um, this is good workshopping. I think I want to tell a story. How much time do we have on as, this? As much as or as little as you want. Yeah, tell a story. Oh, I didn't know if there was no, like no, a, no. There's a no, 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 no hard stop. Commercial break or what? Nah, nah. All right, so this we got to do a little switch route because this one. Actually gets weird. And you're gonna come and do a story. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 See, this is funny because I. Thank you. Oh, I love listening to stories. I, I really, I listen to storytelling podcasts of just people. Um, this is funny because I created an assignment, but then I cheated and was like, I'm going to let you guys go first because I did not do the homework. <laughs> like, like, but now I was just thinking, this is one story I did. I, I tried it once outside here when we were doing corner comedy because I just, uh, during COVID, I think it's just so funny, but have you have you guys ever done psychedelics? You don't have to admit it. A long time ago, right? But there's this thing that happens where you just think something is so funny, you know. And if you're in a group of people and you all take psychedelics, like most of them will think something is so funny. This is so funny, and then you try to explain it later, and people are like, "Yeah." <laughs> and what happened? And this is one of those stories, right? So. <laughs> So I'm a, for, for lack of explaining, um, I'm in the woods. I'm hanging out with a bunch of hippies in the woods. We're by a campfire. We're all, we're all on acid. Um, and this, <laughs> uh, <laughs> allegedly, we're on the air. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, hypothetically, we're all on drugs in the woods. But so like, we're all like having a good time. And then there was this guy who kept like repeating this phrase. And it was so funny. The more he repeated it, the funnier it would get. Like, we would have be having a conversation about, I don't know, philosophy or how pretty the fire is. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that, that deep-fried, chocolate-glazed, jelly-filled, covered in sprinkled donuts. And, like, it just kept going on. And we would, like, you know, be talking about, okay, let's, like, get some more firewood. Let's, like, roast more. And he's like, yeah, totally, because it reminds me of that, like, deep-fried, Chocolate glazed, jelly filled, covered in sprinkled donuts. And the more he said it, they were like, that sounds like too much, though. <laughs> like, it's just like we're imagining it and we're like, you don't need all of those things, like jelly filled and chocolate covered and covered in sprinkles. Like, this is like, and he goes, yeah, yeah, it's good, though. It, it's kind of like that, like that deep fried, like chocolate glaze, covered in sprinkled, jelly filled donuts. And like, every time he said it, we were just laughing more and more. And we're just like, what is it with this guy? And his name was Cake, too. Like, yeah. like his name was Cake. And we're like, is this why your name is Cake? Because you just keep going on about those, like, 
deep fried chocolate glaze covered in sprinkles donuts. And we're like, oh, um, well, anyway, so life goes on. So um, I, I, I ended up leaving that place and um, I was just uh, it, like in the breeze, blown with the breeze, uh, doing weird hippie shit. And uh, I went with this group, <laughs> with this caravan to Arkansas to this, from Kentucky to Arkansas, dude, Woo! seeing all the sights. Uh, and I, <laughs> and I don't know if you know anything about Arkansas, but it is, um, uh, it was hurricane season and it was <laughs> very interesting. It was full of crystals though. There are some cool things about Arkansas, but I was traveling with this guy, uh, named spirit and he was really cool. But before we go to the festival, we go to this campground where you can just mine for crystals. So we find all these shiny rocks all over the ground and we're like oh these are cool like we have all these so we we gather all these rocks and then a hurricane hit and we got flooded we got stuck there for like a day and, and it was kind of we were we weren't wasn't sure we we're like well we can't drive down the road but the festival is still going on so we missed like the first like day and a half of the festival um but i didn't have money to get in anyway so i was like whatever we're just getting shiny rocks but we finally make it out See, this is where I don't know, like all these details are going to come important later, right? So <laughs> we finally make it out and we go to the festival and people, there's mud up to people's knees. They're tromping around. It is like people are leaving. They're like, I don't want to be here. But we were just like, we, we were camping in the woods anyway. So we're like, oh, this is better. And I had a blind shih tzu at the time because I really loved to party, you know? So I'm like carrying around this blind shih tzu with this <laughs> travel around with like mud up to my knees and and uh, we had all these shiny rocks. And uh, <laughs> and uh, my friends, they, like, hop the fence. But I just walk in like I own the place with this blind shih tzu in a group of people. Kind of like that guy that, like, you were causing such a ruckus. Like, they were causing a ruckus over there. So I was just like, nah, nah, nah. we were supposed to be here. And it was fine. We were in there. And it was a great concert. Like, I saw, like, uh, Gogo Bardello. And I saw, like, Snoop Dogg back when he was Snoop Lion. Wow. But that didn't matter because he was, all of his songs were still like, what's my motherfucking name? Snoop Doggy Dog. I was like, that didn't change anything. You just, your name's just different in the lineup. But anyway, it was just like, it was a really good show. And <laughs> and uh, we didn't have any actual green currency. We didn't have any cash. Hello. And, um, and uh, <laughs> but we did have, shiny rocks we had shiny rocks and we were there and i got separated from spirit but and i and i i all of my stuff was in his car and i was cold and i was like i don't even know where his car is because i'm like so like you know i just i'm so high on shiny rocks you guys and it was just like the 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 sun was coming up and i finally find his car and i just sit there i'm holding my shih tzu for warmth you know, oh, I forgot this detail. So they had a bus that was going back and forth from the campgrounds to where the cars were parked. And I was really high again. <laughs> and I'm holding my dog on this bus and it was so warm. And I'm like, looking, and we're going through these mountains and the skies are beautiful. And I'm like, this is great. And I run into these, there's these locals. And they, they said, can I just keep riding the bus? And I was like, that's what I want to do. And then we find out that we were both like high on acid. <laughs> And we're like, oh, so we're on the same thing. We're like on the same page, and it, and the, and they're locals, so they're like, yeah, we're like we're from Arkansas. Everyone almost comes over here, and they're trying to get our shiny rocks, and we're like, fucking take them. We're tired of stepping on the damn things, you know. Like I don't know why people love our rocks so much, you know. And I'm just like, I think your rocks are cool, dude. I'm just like, we're like vibing.
<laughs> we were like, I'm like, yeah. And like, we're, we don't want to leave the bus because we're warm. I'm holding this dog. They're like, that's a cool dog. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I know, dude. He's blind, but he knows he knows how to kick it. Like, So we're going back and forth. And then eventually they're like, the bus ride's over. Like, this is the last one. And I was like, oh, now I have to get out of this warm bus. So, I, like, you know, and I'm, like, covered in mud, right? So, <laughs> like, I'm cold, you know. And, I'm like, the sun's coming up. And I'm finally, and I find, somehow I find Spirit's car. And I'm sitting there with, in a chair just holding my dog for warmth. And then I hear, Deemsters! Deemsters! Oh, my God! And I was like, is that Spirit? And we both lift our heads up. Like, like <laughs> my blind shits, you heard him first. And and I'm like, there he was. And he was high, too. And he's, like, coming down. And he goes, this is the perfect mountain to do DMT. He's like, this is amazing. It's a beautiful view. And I was like, have you been up all night, too? He's like, yes. He's, I was like, are you high, too? And he's like, I am. And then he, like, I got my stuff. I'm, like, in my sleeping bag. I'm feeling comfortable now. The sun's coming up. It's beautiful. Like it's, it, but it's the last, like the day before was the last day of the festival. Right. So it's like Monday morning. Now the sun's coming up. We're having a good time. We are salvaging all of the, the, the ground beers, the ground score beers, because when people fled, they just left a bunch of stuff. So we're like, Oh, here's an unopened beer. Here's no, and I'm like drinking all these ground score beers. And then he's like, Deemsters, Deemsters. And then some guy walks up and he goes, did I hear somebody say DMT? And he's like, yeah. Do you have any? Isn't this the perfect time to do DMT? And he goes, yeah, I don't have DMT, but I do have ayahuasca. And he pulls out this, like, plastic bottle of muddy water. <laughs> like, it looks so <laughs> gross. And he's like, yeah, like, so if you want to drink some ayahuasca, like, I have some. And he's like, cool, yeah, I would love to. And he's like, yeah, like, 50 bucks. This is enough for two doses or one really like big dose and spirit's just like well uh, i don't have any money uh but i got shiny rocks and he pulls out all these crystals <laughs> and then the guy's like <laughs> the guy's like huh well he was he was like from florida or something he wasn't he wasn't that local and he's like yeah yeah that seems fair so he traded this bottle this plastic bottle of gross muddy water for these crystals that we just found on the ground you know, and um, and like we, we're like, I don't know if this guy's legit, but he told us the process of how he made it and then like the things that he used. And he, I don't know, it seemed legit to me. But I've already, I'm already drunk off ground score beers, and and he's just drinking this. And he kept calling it show juice. And he's like, you guys want to drink some show juice? And he's like drinking this muddy water ayahuasca stuff. And like, a, a, there's a there was this other couple, and then they were like, yeah, we'll try it. You know. But I was like, ah, I'm good on your show juice, man. I'm like, I'm good. And we were just hanging out and we're having a good time. And uh, like there's a river. And then and like because the festival was over, they had showers that you had to pay for. But now like you can just sneak in. Right. So I'm with my Shih Tzu. I'm drunk. I'm hanging out with these people. They've been drinking ground score beers with me. And then we just start watching Spirit. Because he is doing some crazy shit, dude. Like he finds this... Um, this giant uh, umbrella, and he called it his squiddly. He's like, Asma squiddly. He's like, Oh, the squiddly dude, the squiddly don't, and then he's squiddly over here, squiddly, squiddly, squiddly. And he's like, He's like playing with this umbrella, and it's a rainbow. And he's like, Ah, oh, we'll take to the next show. Everyone will find us because we're ma we have a squiddly. You know, he's just like, just having a good time. And then uh, in the distance, I see like the security come up, 
and they talk to him and they take the umbrella and then it comes back all sad like they took my squiddly <laughs> like no <laughs> like and then um uh, and then he like i think it really starts to kick in cuz he just sits by the river and he puts his head down and he just like is like feeling zen i guess i don't know and i was like all right i'm going to go shower so i go and i i, I get a shower from the sh- the campgrounds <laughs> and then when i come out Spirits in the spirit realm. <laughs> He's like, mm, you know, and I'm, I got my shih tzu. And this girl comes up and she's like, ma'am, ma'am, the festival's over and you and your friend is too drunk to drive. So you guys need to get out because if you don't leave, we're going to have to call the cops. <gasps> and I was like, don't worry, we'll leave. He's not going to drive. I'll drive. And I'm like, actually wasted. I don't have a license or my glasses. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, we'll get out of here. Don't worry, you know, like don't call the cops, whatever. And then uh, so I walk up. So, I, you know, like me and my shih tzu, drunk off ground score beers. Spirit's just like rocking back and forth like. Uh. And then I walk up and I was like, spirit. And he goes, it's time to go. And I'm like, yeah, it's time to go. And he's like, you're not going to drive. And I'm like, I'm not going to drive. You're right. I'm not going to drive. So we get in his like little Honda Civic. It was so funny because he just drove a Honda Civic and we looked so like regular, like normal. Like we just looked like a a dad and his daughter. We were undercover hippies is what we <laughs> called it because we just looked so regular. Like we didn't look like it. But anyway, so we get in his Honda Civic and we're going down the mountain to seek refuge in the traditional lands of our people, the Walmart parking lot. And, um, <laughs> and we're like going there and he's just driving and he's just like, huh. I've never driven on ayahuasca before. And I was like, wow, that's funny, because I've never been in a car with someone driving on ayahuasca before. But we made it to the Walmart parking lot. And I don't know if you guys know, but, like, Walmart parking lots, they let you camp overnight. It's a thing, unless it's posted otherwise. So, like, a lot of truckers, RVs. It's, it's, I think the guy who oh, – and see, this is even part of the story. But the guy that started Walmart, I think his son died in a, as a trucker in a car accident – so he lets people rest at Walmart. That's why that's why a lot of like hippies and travelers will sleep there. So uh, I'm sleeping in the Walmart parking lot, and I wake up in the morning, and he's like, "Rachel, wake up, wake up! Look, check it out! Look what I found! No, no, check it out! I'm talking about that that deep fried chocolate glaze, jelly filled, covered in sprinkles, and he had a bag of donuts to that exact same description." <laughs> They do exist. <laughs> That's the story. <laughs> Deep fried chocolate covered. So it was like the acid trip coming back because we're like, yeah. <laughs> Deep fried chocolate glaze covered in sprinkles, jelly filled donuts. <laughs> That's a great story. I didn't, and my note to you was like, you should end it with, Oh, and we got the, <laughs> and you did it. Perfect. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I've only done that story on stage once, and I just, like, I don't know what the de- what details, like, to leave in or take out or, like, The last to- time you told it, y- y- you really talked about the shiny rocks. Like, you were more, you went more into depth, because I remember you were like, it's Arkansas, and you can legally get diamonds there. You can hunt for diamonds. Oh, the Arkansas diamonds are a type of quartz crystal. It's Arkansas like, diamonds, yeah, the court, yeah. but so you found all the crystals and that they actually yeah. had worth or whatever. That was Oh yeah, the- no, and we went diamond mining. That's right. That was a, a detail I left out. We actually went to a place where you can find actual diamonds. 
or they have before, but then they make it a commercial place of like, come here and you can mine for diamonds. We found diamonds here before. So we would be sifting through it and people were like, ooh, is that a diamond? Ooh, is that a diamond? But it was just like, yeah. Shiny rocks. But maybe that was it. Yeah, I forgot about that. I just I remember that. Because I, when you started that story, I was like, oh, this is a really good story. Because I remember <laughs> it from before about the, the ayahuasca. It was, I feel like if you did it for like a moth, like just as that story without, you did, you, you had some cute punchlines in there too though. But if you just told that story, it's so good for storytelling. And, but I understand like that it's, to take that joke apart and add punchlines everywhere would be a very arduous task. But it's yeah. a really good story and it's just long and like which, you know, maybe there's like, there's gotta be a, it's very funny that the festival ended that whole, that whole stuff and about like the festival and what it little, like when you describe it, what it is or the hippies, there's being, having little specific things that are weird that give more description to the story, but also are funny. Like that you're going to this concert and it's a hippie, hippie heaven wonderland or whatever you, yeah. you know, like, so I don't know, but like, like those in. little, because the shiny rocks, it's so funny. And that you're fucking hippies and you've got a case full of... Sh and of course, they're worth something. I mean, are that... <laughs> trades them for ayahuasca, yeah, of course. something to somebody. You know what? I realized just telling that story that there's no real reason to bring up the blind shih tzu, but it's just part... He was part of the story. Like, he was there. Yeah. Like, the whole time, I'm carrying, like, through the mud, just carrying this shih tzu. Like, like he's my... He was my companion, you know? I think that's funny that Oh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I, I mean, I, ha I had some soap, like some hippies gave me some Dr. Bronner's, you know, so that was good. But the, the sneaking into the shower th was because this was a campgrounds that had showers, but they also have a festival. So um, uh, they were charging people admission to come and use the shower at the festival. But because oh. it was over, nobody was manning the showers. Oh. There was nobody there, like saying, like you can come and you can go. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. Now's my chance. I was curious about what you did with the dog. Why you took the shower? Oh yeah, uh, he just chilled. He was just like, he really like wherever. I, I mean, he was real lazy and uh, old, so he was just sitting in the like the locker room while I was showering. You didn't worry about him wandering off or anything. No, no, because oh, okay. he's like, I mean, he did like to wander off, but like. If he did, he would stay in the shower area. Like, he okay. wasn't going to. But uh, most of the, most, I mean, he was blind, and I was his seeing eye human, so. He wasn't going to go yeah. that's far. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's yeah, I'm a seeing line. eye human. So, of course, I had to take him to the festival, because how else is he going to know how to get around, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm a seeing eye human. <laughs> but maybe just reference him in the shower, you might, um, you find something else that's funny to talk about that to let us know because you go later than you're saying that you're carrying him and I thought oh what happened when she took in the shower and oh, I don't know yeah. it was just the, also I I didn't know what ayahuasca is so oh ayahuasca yeah, yeah, is you might um, explain that so ayahuasca is a, it's a, a derivative of a a plant in South America I'm trying to think of the name of the plant um it's not ergot, because that is LSD. Um, oh, I can't think of the name of the plant. But they take this plant, and ayahuasca has 
DMT in it. And DMT is the chemical that your brain lets out when you dream and when you die. And mm. it makes things very trippy. And um, so they make, yeah, so they make a tea and they have ayahuasca ceremonies in South America. Oh, cool. So you drink it and then like, and it's way stronger and lasts longer as a tea, but people took it and they, they extracted it and they make this thing called DMT. So the DMT, then they smoke it and it's more concentrated. It doesn't last as long. So it's like, it's almost like eating a coca leaf versus smoking crack, I guess. And a, or like more, this is better, um, smoking weed versus doing dabs. I feel like that is, that's a more, yeah. like eating edibles versus doing dabs is like the difference, but it's like the same drug. But so, um, so this has become a different kind of class. <laughs> I like that. But so in South America, they have ayahuasca ceremonies where they have like a shaman come in and everyone drinks it. And when you, uh, you're supposed to like you, you purge too, but a lot of people get connected to what they think is the spirit realm or like they see God or their dead loved ones. It can get really intense for people because oh, cool. oh, here they are now. <laughs> come on in. You want some ayahuasca? Um, but it's very therapeutic for a lot of people because uh, people have think they get connected with dead loved ones or like entities um a lot of people like when have you ever met someone who like died and came back no oh okay so like people have been like reported like when people die and come back they'll say that they saw god or they saw dead loved ones or they like a light and that is because of the dmt that gets released that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, now I feel like I could teach a class on, like, <laughs> on just, like, the drugs that hippies do in the woods. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that's been our class. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We did it. I hope you listening at home have fun uh, listening to us. Uh, what's the next thing happening here? We have... Uh, the next thing happening is tomorrow at noon, uh, noon and one o'clock. We have classes uh, tomorrow and Friday, and uh, that's going to be great. But tonight we have a bunch of shows. Uh, seven o'clock, seven o'clock at Mars Bar, uh, and for you, Rachel, there's space on it if you want to get a, a set. Uh, Dash Renault's uh, running it. There's seven o'clock at Mars Bar, seven o'clock at Barbary Coast, uh, hosted by Mike Evans Jr. And 7 o'clock at Hotel Utah, where I'm going to be running the door for Iris Summer. And uh, that's going to be a great show. And then at 8.30 at Asiento, Lauren is hosting. And at 9 o'clock, we've got Bar on Dolores again with Spencer Devine. So five great shows tonight. And, you know, come on by. Tickets are half price now if you use promo code FRIEND. So if you're listening out there, come get a ticket, support the radio station. And uh, thanks for listening. Turn out wrong. That's why I wanna stop by on my way home and say, Now let me tell you one more thing. Ain't no harm to have a little taste, but don't lose your cool. Start messing up the man's place Ain't no harm To take
take a little nip But don't you fall down And bust your lip mm, No, no Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
born to lose I've lived my life in vain Every dream has only brought me pain All my life I've always been so Bye. 
Somebody came and followed him there, wiping the dirt from his hands as he walked from the grave. No one was saved. Just a boy. 
Got to cut out on my women and kind of dash back on my dough. I'm looking for a chick that only drinks lemonade. Yes, I'm looking for a chick that only drinks lemonade. Costs lots of money, and rice costly too. Two drinks on a dollar ain't much a buck can do. That's why I'm looking for a chick that only drinks lemonade. I'm through with all these lushes who waits for me when I get paid. in time. If he ain't mighty careful, he'll end up without a dime. That's why I'm looking for a chick that only drinks lemonade. Ain't seen one yet, but heard a few of them was made.
six o'clock. It's Monday. It's a special Halloween spooky. I should actually put on the sp- spooky music. I'll do that later. I'm, uh, I'm incredibly high because I baked some Georgian cheese bread today out of Gary sourdough, and I did such a good job. I can't stop eating it, and that's a problem because it'll just make my my comments more colorful on your set. So welcome, welcome to the joke workshop. I know how words work. Um, just keep saying words, keep saying words. So the joke workshop, we have a bunch of comedians all signed up. They're going to do four minutes. You'll hear the Hornet three. Uh, if you pay attention, be nice to everybody. If you have like burning comments, feel free to give them. If you don't, don't worry about it. Um, I'll only say things if I really, really feel like I have to, or if you really want someone to say something. Um, okay. So yeah, let's get it started because our comedians are here and stuff. It's Halloween, and uh, does anyone know what I'm dressed as? Can you say what it is you think it is? Oh, you saw Facebook, yeah. I'm, I'm dressed up as your mom. That's the joke. And so I have mom jeans on, and I have coach shoes, and, uh, and I have snacks for everybody. Uh, I'm also, I'm doing the door tonight at Doc's Clock, so that's going to be fun. Yeah, I know I'm going to make some actual money. I can't wait. And I can talk to people and totally use jokes on them. It's going to be so fun. And my hairpiece is just darling. Uh, put your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody. Newman Shake, yay! What's up, guys? Happy, very happy to be here. Um... I have this coworker, and he's the type of guy who says stuff like, I'm only nice to women I find attractive. And that's really weird to me because he got his mom a really expensive Mother's Day gift. So I'm like, what type of relationship is going on there? Okay. Um, I also got a friend. I'm not, I, got, I, need, I need to change the people I hang out with because I was going through a ba- breakup recently, and my friend, he was like, who needs hoes when you got the homies? And I'm not friends with him anymore because that is horrible advice. Okay. I'm, I'm learning a lot. Learning. I'm learning not to ask homeless people questions anymore. So I was like walking home yesterday and this homeless guy, he asked me, he's like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm good. How are you? And then he looked like way sadder. So that was not a good move. Um, I'm getting really lonely nowadays. Like I'm only taking scam likely calls. Like it. Like, that hope, that's the love of my life. And they always ask me, like, what's your social security number? But from a certain point of view, they're just trying to get to know me. And I think that is really romantic. Um, the Apple screen time feature, that's a weird feature on your phone. Because it's like a feature that makes you feel bad about using your, by using the product too much. That's crazy. Like, no other company can get away with that. Like, McDonald's can't have a thing where they're like, if you come here more than three times a week, we're going to call you a fat fuck. You know, that's not possible. Making a lot of anti-homeless architecture nowadays, and I'm a big fan of that. I think they should go all the way. Because the most extreme form of anti-homeless architecture is housing. So, I mean, that's good. Yeah. I, um, I'm part of Gen Z, but Gen Z and millennials, we're pretty much the same. Like, we're really progressive and, like, really poor. I think the only difference between, like, Gen Z and millennials is I feel like millennials grew up dreaming about buying a house only to be really disappointed. 
And then I grew up being like, wow, I really want a dishwasher. You know, that would be dope. I'm making changes to my dating life right now. Like I'm only dating white women. Not because I like them more. I just feel like women of color already go through enough. You know, that's where I'm at. I used to be a Ross security guard, which you guys could tell because you looked at me and you're like, he looks like he protects $5 purses for a living. Now, that's cool. I like working at Ross because I would steal so many things from that store. Like my manager, she would get mad at me. She'd be like, Newman, you're a horrible security guard. People are stealing so many things from this place. And that was all me, you know, like she wasn't insulting me as a security guard. She was just complimenting me as a thief. So that was really nice of her. I also used to be a lifeguard, and I remember when I was working there, they gave us this incentive where, like, for each person you save, we'll give you an additional $50, which I think is exactly how much a human life is worth. But it's a weird incentive, because it was supposed to make, it was supposed to make me a better lifeguard, but all it really did was make me push kids in the deep end more often, so, alright, that's my time, goodbye guys. See, I put the trippy music on. Newman Jake, everyone. Newman. I have one tiny comment. How could any homeless man ever sound more sad than you? Your voice is so, you sound so sad. You should mention that when you're, because your voice is, you're like, "Eh," you sound like Eeyore. Not that that's a bad thing. That's just the way you are on stage. But when you say that joke, I feel like you can mention that to people because we're all thinking that. Like, because you do sound like you're very sad. But I know that you're, you're not, or it's just the way you talk. Right? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Clap your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Wally Hippolito. Very anticlimactic. <laughs> so, y'all, happy Halloween. Got a lot of good costumes on. You come as Wolverine or what? Like that? No, nah, that was a cheap one. That was stupid. Um, I'm a gambling enthusiast. Yeah, I don't really like to call it, uh, I don't like being associated with, uh, gambling addictions, you know what I mean? I feel like it gives a negative connotation, like, it sounds like I'd be desperate for something, am I right? Like, I'd do anything to pay, like, I'm sucking dick for $50 to pay for a parlay, you know? I don't do that, man. Like, that's why I bring my sister along, you know? Yeah, exactly. Nah, I'm just fucking with you guys, I, I don't even have a sister. Especially after I paid, uh, after after I sold her off to that Guatemalan harvesting farm, she was worth a lot more than that. She's worth a lot more. Um, there's this group called uh, Moms Against Gambling, and uh, it's to deter kids from online gambling to ban it, right? And I think it's weird because, like, if my son is gambling, that's like that's a win, honestly. Like, that's like. The least weirdest thing you can do online you know there are seven billion things to do and like these moms have obviously never been on chat roulette because that shit is uh that shit's crazy i've shown my dick there a couple times i'm not gonna lie to you guys uh, with very bad results thank you um but yeah no i think uh i think if i did catch my kid gambling online i it would only show me two things, right? Like, it would show me that, one, he's very ambitious, and two, never to lend him any money. Because I'm never going to see that shit again. Cool. Um, 
my mom and I have a really good relationship. Ever, are we working our relationship ever since I started therapy? Yeah, now she calls me the the daughter she's always wanted. It's very nice. My like my mom. It, my mom's from the Philippines. You know, she's she grew up with a hard life, so I understand it. Uh, she doesn't she doesn't care to emote or learn about emotions. You know, whenever I try to teach her, she's just like, no, I, I no fuck all that. Like I I think teaching colors to describing colors to Stevie Wonder would be easier, but that's just my thought on that. Um. Any Warriors fans here? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you guys heard my gambling bit. Well, I'm not a Warriors fan, but you know I am a gambling addict. Uh, but I do like watching basketball, though. Uh, I like watching basketball with other short dudes. Yeah, be because they're some of the most delusional people on this earth. Am I right, guys? You know, like, uh, if you ever watch with a basketball with a short guy, you'll always hear, you know, if I was five inches taller, I would have made the NBA. Like, really, bro? You would have made the league? You have the athleticism of a banana and the work ethic of a six-year high school senior, you know? Like, the Super Bowl... Nobody's post-game interviewing Steph Curry, and he's saying to himself, you know, I'm so glad that I had that five-inch growth spurt after seventh grade. You know, that really brought me into the league. But, you know, about my mom, um, I think what the problem with my mom, is, me and my mom, is she doesn't respect me. Yeah, she she thinks she th I think she feels like I would I should have been way more successful in life. Yeah, but uh, but I swear, guys, I swear to you, she never listens to me when I say um, if I was five inches taller, I would have really made the NBA, guys, and we would ha not have these problems. All right, y'all, I'm Wally Hippolito. That's my time. Wally Hippolito, yay! Your mom. I'm proud of you. I think you're doing great. I, I mean, you're doing comedy, and I'm sure you have, like, a real person job that you do too, right? That's amazing. I don't even have one of those. Like, that's incredible. You're, you're, doing, you're doing just fine. You want a cookie? Uh, you're, sorry, I'm dressed as your mom, so that's why I did that. Um, and um, first and third Wednesdays, Hometown Heroes, fun times. Did they fix the sound system? They haven't fixed the sound system. Do you want to borrow one of mine? They might not be loud enough, but they're, you can, I have like five of them. Oh, yep. At Bar on Dolores every Thursday, we just start after the game. So I tell people eight, but it's usually like 8.30, but sometimes it's 8.20. Yay, that was all inside baseball for you guys. Your next comedian, clap your hands together for Dorian Drunk. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. You guys got to be careful out there, though. I've been hearing people have been wrapping the candies with uh, diabetes. Been getting the kids every single year. No, I'm not going to go celebrate Halloween today because there's too many people getting trampled the last couple of days. The last thing I want to be is, like, trampled as a sexy pirate. That's not what I want. My friend uh, is actually dressing up as Kanye West. Uh, he wore one of those uh, White Lives Matter sweatshirts. I had to pull him aside. I was like, dude, that's not cool, dude. All lives matter. <laughs> I um, I was getting I was getting a blowjob, uh, and then my uh, thank you, and then uh, my my girlfriend, 
uh, got mad at me because she said my dick tastes different and she thought I was cheating on her. Turned out it was only gout dick, you know, and she caught it right before I uh, started hurting, you know what I mean? She started hitting me and shit, and that's when I decided to have a flare-up. And she was getting <laughs> she was getting more confident every hit she did, you know, because she thinks she's doing it to me. I was like, oh, what the? This is not you. This is not you. Anyway, so we uh, we broke up. And I got to say, I really miss uh, jacking off. You know, like uh, no dinners ever needed. They're n it's never asking me who I'm texting or where I'm going. It's lefties with me all day. All day. I, uh, I think... I think I'm gonna start dating Asian women, but I'm not ready to make my parents proud. You know, my, my ex-girlfriend was white, and uh, and we always get like, into a lot of arguments based on uh, like cultural differences, you know? Like every time she uh, asks the waiter uh, what kind of wine they have at a Chinese restaurant, I'm like, oh, we just ordered everything on the menu for like $7. What makes you think they have good wine here? Now I gotta stare at this old Chinese man explain to her what cheap wine tastes like. You know what I mean? He started looking at me and I'm like, I don't know, dude. Just tell her it's a Kool-Aid and a shot of vodka. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um I uh I was having a hard time getting a job recently, so I decided to lie on my resume. It worked like a charm. I'm now working uh as a we're now working at the public defender's office, you know, and all I had to do was say I was bilingual. There was no way for them to prove otherwise. Whenever someone comes in that needs a like different language support, I just like sit them down and I go on the computer and I go on uh, Google Translate. I'm like, That's what I put in there. I'm like, if you ever come back, I'm calling the cops. My bosses think I'm doing a great job. Thanks, Pam. I uh. <laughs> I was uh I was uh, recently just signed a petition for anti-bullying, which looking back on it is kind of dumb, right? Because what are they gonna do? Send this nerd over there to some 13-year-old's house and go, like, mm, stop having fun. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I signed it because I remember how it felt to get my ass beat by a bunch of eighth graders. And I gotta tell you, it feels terrible, especially as a 35-year-old. Uh, I think I'm just gonna end it there. I'll talk to you guys later. Dorian Trong, everyone. Oh, um, I would add one just tiny tag. It's a really funny joke when you say Kool-Aid and a shot of vodka, but just say grape Kool-Aid because then it gives it another specific and then it turns into wine because grapes make wine, a grape Kool-Aid. Just to, just to add a little word, which will make it a, a little funnier. Yay. Uh, your next comedian, Abe, do you want to go since we have a space in the thing and you want to go early? Put your hands together, everyone, for Abe Rabinovitz. Yay! Much. How are you? Good to be here. Uh, I'm pretty exhausted. I, I work at a middle school with special needs kids. And uh, it's a lot of work. Uh, I, I just got kind of replaced by this other teacher's assistant uh, because he was trying to indoctrinate the kids to follow, you know, um, Jehovah's Witness. And, uh, yeah, so he got booted out of the class. The witness was actually the principal. She's like, you got to go. 
Uh, so now I'm with the kid he was with, which is way more the the autism level with him is like uh, just through the roof, and it's like eight other kids with the same uh, level. Uh, yeah, I got hit in the dick today, so that's what. Yeah, cause he he can't control his body, and he just like he scratches, and then he like he's like I want to hug, and I tried to hug him, and he fucking like his body just like hit me in the dick. Um, so uh. It sucks, you know. It really sucks. It's hard. It's hard work. Uh, it takes him like a half hour to get up and downstairs, just because he like will just walk and he just like looks at pixels. Like he just gets distracted by he gets distracted by nothing. Um, but yeah, it's a wild class. There'll be kids are kind of mean to each other. One kid asks this other kid, he's like, "Do you have AIDS?" And he goes, "I have ADHD." And I was like, "Answer the question," you know, because I'm trying to keep him on on track here, you know. Um. Good. Yeah. And uh, there's actually a position opening up, a teaching position, which I applied for. And the, the questions were pretty tricky because they ask you these, you know, race related questions. They try to like, feel like it's a trap. So because you don't want to look like you're virtue signaling, but you also want to look like you're aware. Uh, so one of the questions was, you know, there's a there's a black, dis there's a disparity with opportunity and achievement with black children. Um, and the question is, do you think educators uh you know have an obligation to do something about that and uh i was like uh not for twenty dollars an hour uh I, i'm i i'm trying to widen the gap between hands hitting my dick um that's that joke but it's fun uh you know you gotta do what you gotta do to make that scratch who's dating all right <laughs> uh i am trying to date i uh not any, not anymore i was trying to date i have a girlfriend now but I never, I never dated a girl that said, "Does this dress make me look fat?" But I was thinking about that. It's kind of a cliche. Like I just wonder what the male equivalent of that cliche is. Like, you know, like, "Hey, uh, hey, babe, does this light make my head look bald?" You know, does this uh, th these balls make my dick look small? Be honest with me, honey. My dad make my mom seem sad. He does. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's uh that's that stuff. You guys like Christmas? I'm going home for I'm going home. I'm going to my brother's for Christmas. Like four years ago, I went I went to my brother's because um, his wife had a baby. After the baby was born, she got Bell's palsy. And I was thinking, well, that sounds like something you get around the holidays. So I don't know. Why don't you guys uh, have fun with it? You know, because I went over there and I was singing that you know that Christmas song. You know, deck the halls with bells and palsy. If you guys heard that one. La 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 la. Tis the season you can't smile. Yeah. Well, she's fine. Um. She's fine now. Um. I just I just heard them argue about who has more black friends. It's like, you guys just had a baby and you're this woke right now. All right. Have a good night. Thank you. Yay, Abe Rabinovitz. That dad mom joke was really funny. That was a really great set. Yay, Abe. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands and a watch. Slappy like motion for Brady Pearson. Hey guys, how you doing? Happy Halloween. Ready for all the demons and monsters and scary things coming up? Are you really excited? You are? So are you going to vote then? 
I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, it's, it's kind of worrying me a bit. I'll, and, I, and I keep thinking about, God, of all these people. I'm trying to work on, um, does anyone hear who Lindsey Graham is speaking of horrible demons? You know who he is? Okay. Now, you know that he's going to be um, sponsoring a, a nationwide abortion ban. You know this. But I know, talk about demonic things to do. You know? And um, the funny thing about Lindsey Graham, and just so I don't know if you can tell this, I am a homosexual. Yeah, I know it's hard to believe. You, I know you just can't tell by looking at all this butchness. Right? You're like, oh my God, he is so butch. Kind of like as butch as Lindsey Graham is. You know? I mean, him like me, I mean, he hasn't seen a vagina since he left one. And I can tell you he hasn't looked back. There are other so many scary demons in the world. I mean, things going on. And I wonder, as, I, as I'm getting older, I think about, like, do we have any original ideas anymore? Do we ever come up with anything that's like our own, or do we can continuously just go back and rehash and destroy our dreams for some quick payoff now? Has anyone, speaking of which, right? And, um, you know, it's just like, does anyone here know, speaking of those, um, people that rehash and destroy our dreams. Does anyone know Harrison Ford? Right? So you saw him in Star Wars? Liked him? Saw him in Indiana Jones and the Temple. Uh, um, I always forget the first one. And Raiders of Lost Ark, right? That was it. I like that, right? Did anyone see him in um, Blade Runner 2049? Why? Was he in it? You're sure? Because I. Are you sure they didn't CGI him in there? You sure they didn't? You know how I know they didn't? Because he broke his ankle on that set. Poor man. And then he went on and he did um, Star Wars. I can't believe they're still doing these. Have you seen that one? And it was there he broke, um, leave another wrist or something like that. And I keep thinking if they can't, if they can just CGI Carrie, Carrie Fisher's dead ass through space and ice. We can use that technology to save this old man. I mean, we have to protect our national treasures. What else? Um, next one more thing for Halloween. I want to sing a song of uh, the musical. Oh, yeah, I'm up here as if I had written a successful musical. And this is also in honor of Leslie Jordan, who's recently passed. Your son will come out tomorrow. That'll be a bottom and he'll swallow all oh my cup. Yay, and he won't be lonely. Tears on his chin, he'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only a gay away. Happy Halloween, everyone. Thank you, Pam. Yay, Brady. I thought you were going to dress up as little orphan Fanny. No, just you got to do it at some point. And we got to, we got to um, do, an, there's got to be another song in that musical that you can do too, because you can do a couple of them. But no, not, I love that song, but I do have it memorized too. But there's, aren't there, I feel like you can, it's a hard cock life. Oh my God. You just all just say that line. It's a hard cock life for us. And then walk off to that. And it's really just that one. It's gorgeous. Yay, Brady. Yeah. Brady, Brady, and yay. 
I'm sorry, the music's so weird today because it's I'm trying to be Halloweeny or whatever. Um Hey, it can be Lauren or it can be Denise, but both of you just walked in and so it can be it's up to you who wants to go. Okay, yeah, there we go. Put your hands together, everyone, for Denise Lee. Woo! Well, there's the creepy stuff. Denise? Okay. Um, so I recently found out that my favorite drug is Molly. Uh, not for not for me, just for other people. I've personally never done it. All I know is when people are on Molly, I get a lot of compliments, and I like compliments. I don't think people mean them because last time one of my friends was on Molly, she was like, Denise, you're so beautiful. And then she goes, you're the most beautiful white woman I've ever seen. But I chose to ignore that part. But now every time I'm having a bad week or every time my self-esteem is low, I just text all my friends and I'm like, who wants to do Molly? I want to watch. I want to feel good about myself. <laughs> uh, I feel like San Francisco, San Francisco is a crazy place, right? And I feel like I'm not, I'm not in a good place mentally. And I know I'm not because recently I was walking down the street and I smelled shit in the air per usual. And my first thought was, did I shit myself? And I had to check. <laughs> and I did not shit myself. But I kind of wish I did because I was on my way to work. But turns out I had just stepped in and I was like, damn. <laughs> if I had loose bowels, then I could call in sick. Okay, we're doing well. Um, I'm a very insecure person. Uh, I found out I'm insecure because I went to my gynecologist recently, and she was, like, examining everything, and I asked her how my vagina compared to other people. I was like, do you feel like it's prettier than most people's? And she was like, I don't know what you mean. And I was just like, anatomically speaking is my vagina more aesthetically pleasing? And um, she's not my gynecologist anymore. Dr. Tyndall, she's great, highly recommend. Um, I recently found out I'm into dirty talk. Like I was with this guy and he was like, yeah, you dirty slut. And I was like, yay. Um, because I was like, oh, maybe it looks like I get laid a lot or something. I don't know. Damn, that worked really well the first. Maybe it was like a one-hit wonder, you know? All right, anyway. Um, so I have a pretty low pain tolerance. I was I was out on a run recently, and uh, everything was hurting, and I started crying. And so I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. So then while I cried, I Googled how many calories are burned from crying, is crying a good workout? Uh, turns out 1.3 calories per minute and it is a good ab workout. So I just immediately stopped running. I was like, okay, sorrow will be my exercise from now on. I think San Francisco is a very diverse city. I, uh, I saw I saw a albino rat on the bar recently. And I was like, wow, there's really creatures of all colors here. <laughs> 
Um, I try and do good deeds, but I'm not a good person. Uh, on my way to my last show, I gave a homeless person a dollar because I was like, oh, maybe this will be good karma for me to have a good show. And I did not have a good show. So then my next thought was, oh, maybe I should have given him two dollars. I don't really know where that's going. OK, thank you. <laughs> Denise Lee, everyone. Hooray. It's funny, they ask for more than a dollar now. They'll be like, you got, you got $2? I'm like, man, I wish I had $2. That would be great. And I could go buy some motherfucking coffee. Because uh, it's like $7 for a coffee now, which is like, what? How did that happen? When did that happen? Am I, am, am I, I'm so high right now. I feel like I'm in another dimension and where coffee is $7. All right, you're next. I really am super high, though. Lauren, you got to be careful of this bread. Oh, boy, this is killer today. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Lauren Kraut. Do you think cavemen needed eight hours of sleep? And if they did, how did they figure out that they were getting it? Right? One day they woke up and said, well, that didn't feel like enough. I'm going to sleep another hour. What's an hour? I don't know. I think they just, they had to start from scratch. I mean, they didn't even have pillows. Goddamn. Then they have to figure out what sleep hygiene is and how to, how to count and a numerical system and how, that's a lot of fucking stuff to do in one night. One night. All right. Um, I just got on the bus nine because i figured the 27 never comes so i take the nine and it was i had a little bit of pot but i'm not really stoned i just this is just a little bit of pot and i was bombarded with sensory uh, overload from being on the bus there was um some guy came had a radio and he was parked right next to me i was sitting on the seat second seat and he was playing some sound, some song, and I was like, get off the bus, get off the bus. I'm trying to think. I can't think. And then somebody else got on, and they were on the phone already, and they were speaking in Spanish, and then it was like, it was just constant. And I thought, what if an alien was on this bus? And tripping out like I am, going, what is, oh, and the door. The door says, uh, what does it say? Doors are opening. Doors are opening. <laughs> I mean, so an alien would freak out. All right, that's, I don't know where I'm going with that, but that's, that's just happened, and that was just so real. All right. Um, a long time is relative, isn't it? Like, when you, it's, depends on who you're talking to and what you're talking about. Like, what, what would be a long time to you, Sam? What's a long time? <laughs> yeah. But, like, just pick one thing. Three hours? Okay. Pam, what, what's relative to you? A long time. I'm sorry. What's a long time? Ten years. So there's a big difference between ten years and, what did you say, three hours? Yeah. And it could be even, like, two minutes. It could be really different. So it, it depends. So I was thinking... Um, my, it's, it is all relative and it's, if 
you think of my uh, my relatives, Uncle Bob and Aunt Muriel, bless you. Who crashed? Uh, his hat fell off. Um, you would, Uncle Bob was a tall drink of water, so a long time ago would be 10 years would be an Uncle Bob. And a short, Aunt Muriel is a short time ago, so she would be 20 minutes or three years or who said whatever. I don't know. That's, I don't know where I'm going with that. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Have you ever noticed that the expression, has it ever happened before, comes in handy now and again? No? All right. Like that. Thank you. Bye. Yay, Lauren Kraut. Yay. Uh, about, yeah, about the Uncle Bob and Aunt Muriel, I think that the punchline in there is time is relative when you say it again, but just use Uncle Bob and Aunt Miriam in something and then at the end say time is relative because you say it at the beginning, but then you, you know, illuminate the relatives and then say it again and maybe that's the punch. And if you just shorten it, yeah. If you're like, yeah, oh my, uh, an, uh, an Uncle Bob, like, last uncle bob we did just use him in a sentence maybe and then say and then just punch and say the punch time is relative and then see if it does any different i don't know unless if someone else has if some so you can anybody can talk into the microphone that's up there if they have anything to say on is that what you were going to ask about what were you going to ask yeah, about oh yeah just more specifics on the butt. Please stand clear of the door. The door. <laughs> right, like all the weird shit. And if you have specific lines, like something in Spanish, just like one line. I mean, but if you could sort of recreate that feeling of stress with a couple lines from, and then close it with, doors are closing, doors are opening, or whatever. Yeah, because you know how you do your other joke where you talk so fast and you put everything together and you have all the voices and it's like, it's, it would be like that, right? So it'd be like, Doors are closing. Just into his fucking Jesus. Adios mio. Or whatever. And then, and then like some crazy rap music and be like, bitch from the inside. Like, yeah. And then keep flipping back and forth. And if you did that for a couple seconds, you're such a good actor. Put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay. All righty. Your next comedian just moved to us from Vermont. Clap your hands together for Sam West. Yay! All right, what's up, everybody? I was, yeah, that was a spooky. The, the, the baby crying last week was, that was, that was rough. <laughs> nice to be here. Fancy seeing you all here. My dad and I had a real close father-son bond, you know? But it was tough because he was a single father, so he had to learn a lot of stuff on the fly. Like growing up, he didn't know what cribs were, so he would take me downstairs and put me in the laundry, the dryer, every time I had to go to bed. And I would toss and turn all night. I give him a lot of credit, though, because he was always there for me. Like I remember one night, I caught the monster under my bed, masturbating. I did what any terrified child would do. I called out for my dad, dad, dad. And he came so fast. Yeah, I laid off the pot recently. I knew I had a problem smoking too much because I couldn't do basic household chores. 
like rock bottom for me was I fucked up vacuuming, you know? My headphones were on so loud and I was so high. I didn't realize the vacuum was off the whole time. It was like, fuck, man. I just gave my house a 47-minute belly rub. I'm trying to, you know, date different people and whatnot, but I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, like things without strings attached. Like, I like strings. Give me the strings. That's why I only fuck puppets now. I had to break it off with Pinocchio last week because he kept saying really kinky shit during sex, like, I'm a real boy. I'm trying to be more progressive lately, trying to learn all the new acronyms, you know? I'm not talking about LGBTQ and all that. I'm talking about things like POTUS. Like we used to just say, the President of the United States. Now we say POTUS. We used to just say, the Supreme Court of the United States. Now it's SCOTUS. We used to just say, transgender Ukrainian people of color. Now we say, Tupac! I'm from Vermont. I didn't know Tupac was a rapper till like last week. It's so white there, you know? The darkest thing that comes out of Vermont is grade A maple syrup. And I'm trying to keep up the diverse world. Vermont was statistically for a while the whitest state in the union. It goes back and forth with Maine, actually. The, both populations are low. I think it's basically like a fucked up game of ping pong, but instead of a white ball, it's a single black family going over the border to get groceries. My girlfriend and I wanted a dog, but we decided we weren't ready, so we went out and we adopted a road. And I love that road. I walked that road every day, and I picked up its poop every morning. And I come to you heartbroken today, because we had to put that dog down last week. It got run over by a car. All right, digging deep into the barrel here with some silly one-liners just to wrap it up, try and get out. I wonder if carrots are jealous oranges won the title. My girlfriend is so vegan, she's against soccer. She hates to watch those boys kick that baby cow egg around. How fulfilled do you think Harry Styles' hairstylist is? I'm trying to get into protest, so I recently started protesting gun control. I just want to keep shooting the breeze. I'll end on this Halloween one. <laughs> we keep hearing at night, we think my house is haunted, because every night we hear something. Oh, fuck, I fucked it up. We keep hearing, <laughs> I think my house is haunted by a panda bear, because every night I hear bamboo. All right, thanks, y'all. <laughs> Damn West, everyone. What was that first one-liner you told before the cow egg, before the one that was about the vegan? Because that one was, I thought was re really funny. If carrots are jealous of oranges because they won the title, that's fucking, br that's a brilliant joke. It's so Hedbergian, Hedbergesque, Hed, you know, Mitch Hedbergesque. It was, that was amazing. That's a really funny one. All right, put your hands together and, oh, and, oof, and I am high today, so I've, I'm, I, that, that tickled me. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Hanei Shakur. Hey, how's it going? Um, 
If you can't tell, my Halloween costume is Justin Trudeau doing brownface. Uh, my name is Huned. Uh, my white name is Nate. And it's important to have a white name because I don't like to get into spelling bees at Starbucks, even though I'd be pretty good at it. Um, during COVID, I started spending a lot more time with my girlfriend, not by choice. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but when girls spend too much time together, their periods think up. And that's when I realized I had been spending too much time with my girlfriend because I realized my depressive episodes were syncing up with her periods. And so we would both be on the couch eating ice cream and she'd be like, I'm feeling so many emotions and I'm like, I don't feel anything. And so one of us is looking forward to menopause. Um, I also got to spend a lot more time with my gay housemate. I know it sounds like I'm bragging about being more woke than you. I'm not. It's just I'm very awake because he's very loud. And we both went on a target run together, um, or Target, as he says, um, to buy stuff for his poodle because I realized... He told me that if you don't groom your poodle every, every week, they can go blind from like the hair they get in their eyes. So I turned to him and I said, that's really weird. How did poodles survive in the wild without humans helping them? And so we Googled it and we realized poodles never lived in the wild. They were always owned by old women and gay couples. Um, I suffer from something that some of you it looks like also suffer from, and that's having an approachable face. It's it's a little insulting to get approached in a BART station by like a white woman and a baby asking for directions as if I'm gonna help them. And it's just like, it's insulting because I wanna be taken seriously, like I'm dangerous. This is the streets of SF and I could slap your baby right now. It's within arm's range of me, but you know, I'll, I'll do my best to help them. Um, oh, uh, I recently got my company sued because of me. And it sounds like a brag, because it is. But it, the lawyer had to depose me, our company lawyer, and she came up to me, and so she like sat me down, and she was like, Hunaid, did you tell Sam that you made 30% more than her? And I was like, yes, I did. And she said, did you know that she's now suing us for gender wage disparity? And I was like, that sounds like a you problem. And then she says, can you, we pulled some of your chats. Can you just read them for the record? And I was like, I would rather not. And she goes, no, you'd have to, because you're legally obligated to. So I read them and Sam was like, Hunaid, you're kind of a shitty worker. I, you've been on your phone all morning and I don't know why people think you're a better worker than me. I'm way better. And then I responded, uh, not according to our salaries. And then the lawyer's like, okay, thank you. So just one last question to wrap it up. Um, at any point, did you decide, did you ever think about telling Sam that you actually made less than her? And I was like, I did not. She seemed really upset by it, so I decided to just let it keep going. Um, I'm trying to be a better person. Um, I stopped smoking and I've stopped drinking. And that's so I have more money for my coke habit. And it's weird because it's like so expensive. Um, I remember one time I was going to a party and I hit up my friend. I was like, hey, let's go to this party later. And I know your brother sells coke. 
Um, so can you hit him up and see if he can hook us up? And then he said, oh, shoot, I've been so busy recently. I forgot to tell you, my brother OD'd two weeks ago. So we can just have what's left of his stash. All right. Thank you. That's really funny because if you had it in the overdose, then it might have fentanyl in it. And then that's so funny. Oh, I get it. Hey, uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's Ezra Lux. Woo! Apparently it's Halloween. This is for work. I got a new job. It's uh, the commute's really bad. I have to go to Tijuana, and it involves getting beaten up by four fat guys wearing capes. Anyway, um, uh, Pam, you're really high. Last time I was that high, I thought I watched that Christopher Nolan movie, The Prestige, but I had just been watching the DVD menu of it for like two hours. <laughs> Um, I'm not much of a conspiracy guy, but I do believe in one conspiracy that every famous person that hung themselves, it was actually autoerotic asphyxiation. Mm. Now that begs the question, how about all of the famous people that actually died from autoerotic asphyxiation? The big one I can think of is David Carradine, star of the 1970s TV show Kung Fu. But I don't think that story, like, I don't buy it at all. Apparently the details are he died of autoerotic asphyxiation in a sleazy hotel in Bangkok, Thailand. You can do that in America. That doesn't require airfare. <laughs> I think something much worse was happening. <laughs> and the lie they came up with to clear his name was he died jerking off. Um, I, uh, I am uh, half Jewish. You don't get a lot of woos for that. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, it's my dad's side of the family, so I guess I don't count. Um, if anybody wants the experience of having Jewish grandparents, I would suggest just like signing up for Bernie Sanders' email list, because it's a very similar cadence. Uh, it's just the ones I get generally have like nine times as many font choices. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think a good way, like the other half of my family's Christian, I think a good way of explaining it is by looking at the God, like Jewish God and Christian God are very different characters. Uh, Jews use the Old Testament as they call it. They don't call it that, whatever. Um, and Old Testament God feels very much to me like an alcoholic who then like disappears for a really long time and then comes back in the New Testament, like all clean now for some reason talking about like being nice to your neighbors and all this shit when like literally a year ago he's like turning people into salt for no reason. <laughs> I mean, so much of the Bible just feels to me like drunk behavior. I mean, okay, look at like look at look at a uh, famous alcoholic, right? Like who's a famous alcoholic? Let's say the guys from Jackass, right? All of the Bible just reads like I'm God, this is Jackass and this is flood the entire earth cuz I'm drunk. <laughs> Oops. This is make millions of people give their kids circumcisions for some reason, because that seems like a fun idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it's like he comes back, and now like all the guys in Jackass, he's like, I have a podcast, I'm clean, <laughs> I'm all about you know supporting my friends. I got to work on that bit. I think there's something to that, though. Uh, let's see, what, what's one I can do quickly? Um, yeah, so speaking of like 
you know, Jewish dad. I feel like my family is like very bad at being Jewish. Um, like I get like the the like knockoff version of all of the like bad stereotypes, like or the good stereotypes. Like I'm not good with money, but I'm like very good at Monopoly for some reason. <laughs> or like my dad wasn't a lawyer, so I didn't have a lot of money growing up, but he did once play a lawyer in a Spanish language pornographic film. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's all I got. Thanks, guys. Lizra, yay! I would say that when God comes back, and not only does he have a podcast, have some weird examples like weird, healthy, weird shit, like cold-pressed juice or intermittent fasting. Like that weird shit that people are doing right now that's like super healthy or super like, like teaching Pilates or something. Like these... He's doing a podcast on Pilates and he's doing cold pressed juice. And that sounds a lot like Gwyneth Paltrow. Is Gwyneth Paltrow Jesus? Um, yay. Put your hands together for, for Ezra one more time. And um, yay. Jason King is not here, but you know who is. Are you dressed up as a cop? Your costume, Spencer, is just your. Oh, oh, okay. Thanks. Well, you can do it right now. Put your hands together, everybody, for next comedian, Spencer Devine. So, my costume is the realization of all my fears that I wouldn't think ahead of time. I really, I thought back in May, I'm like, it's going to be the day before Halloween. You're not going to have shit and you're going to have to deal with it. And then yet I thought yesterday, fuck about that time that I was like, you're not going to think of anything. Uh, but I had a human sized garbage bag, uh, so I am a garbage man. Huh? Huh? All right. <laughs> Let's give it up for. Yo, everybody, it's me, Dakota Price, the host with you the most. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship. As we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Home, Patrick, Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites comedy. Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. 
Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, 